Hey guys, thank you for joining us here at the Innovation Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this upcoming message that is fully inspirational for all of us to hear. We enjoyed it here at Innovation Church and we hope it impacts your life just as well. If you enjoy the message, we hope that you subscribe to the podcast and share it with others. Well, until then, we hope you enjoy the message and have a wonderful day. I think we have to kind of understand what a shepherd is in order to understand his role. And I think the more we understand the role of a shepherd, then we understand our role with the shepherd. And then when we understand, when we understand our role with the shepherd, then we'll start to understand the role of the purpose that the shepherd has put in us. Do you understand the purpose that the shepherd has for your life? If you don't understand the purpose, that means you're not close to the one who provides the purpose. This is important because Jesus is saying that in this first verse, in verse 14, that I am the good shepherd. And I bring up the word purpose because everyone has a purpose for your life. But God has a real ultimate purpose that's that's beyond the thoughts and expectations of everyone else you know. That ought to hit some people. That ought to make you think a little bit. Someone once said, if you don't live your life, somebody else will live it for you. Mm. So we have to understand, we have to understand that in order for us to reach our full potential in life, in order for us to reach the goals that God has set for us, I believe it was the Apostle Paul which said, I press toward the mark of the high calling that's in Christ Jesus. So in order to understand what that mark is, in order to be able to continue to have the energy, the power, the endurance, the motivation to press, we have to know what we're pressing for. We have to understand what we're pressing for. And Jesus says in this that I am the good shepherd. Because even though your expectations of what you think you need to press for is here, and the expectations that other people have put on you may be down here, because I'm the good shepherd, I am able to do exceedingly, abundantly, Beyond what you or anybody else that are around you can ever imagine. I'm able to do it. Because I'm the good shepherd. Now, he goes on to to say this as well. Jesus furthermore breaks it down a little bit better. Of the role of a shepherd. Because in the day and age we live in, everyone thinks that they can have a shepherd's position. But I'm here to tell you, a shepherd's position ain't easy. A shepherd position is not just a job you can apply for on a resume. 
A shepherd's position is not something that you put in for and you hope to get it because you had a good interview. A shepherd's position is, is not a, something you get because you had a degree under your belt. A shepherd's position is not uh, listed behind a doctorate. A shepherd's position is not about how hard you think you work. A shepherd's position is not about how much, how, how, how much tenacity you think you have in the business world. It's not about your ambition. It's not about how hard you think you can press toward a goal. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd because I know my sheep. Yes. Another thing point he makes, I not only know them, I know I hate. I know and I hate. See, the shepherd position is to get to know the sheep. And see, back in the day, the shepherd occupation was separated from all other occupations. The shepherd position was way out in the wilderness of the field. They didn't have contact with all the other people. And one of the things that the shepherd would do, he didn't have buddies he could talk to. He didn't have confidants close by him. The only thing he had was the sheep. So he got real close and real personal with the sheep. That means he was with the sheep good days. He was with the sheep in bad days. He was with the sheep when it was storming outside. He was with the sheep when it was cold. He was with the, he was with the sheep in the daytime, in the, in the heat of the afternoon, and when the sun went down. He was with the sheep when they needed a protector. He was with the sheep when they needed a provider. He was with the sheep when they needed a counselor. He was with the sheep when they needed a waymaker. He was with the sheep when they needed somebody to, to, to be there to when the enemy came in like a flood, he put up a standard against them. He was with the sheep. And the thing about a shepherd, Jesus says, is you didn't get to stop being a shepherd when you felt like it. shepherd in season mm -hmm. and out of season. When it hurt, when you were cold, you had to make sure they were warm. When you were hot, you had to make sure they were cold. And another thing Jesus said is to be a good shepherd, another thing that the shepherd does is he feeds the sheep. Not only is he hearing them, being with them, but he's feeding them. He's feeding them. Even when he's not eating, they are. And Jesus is saying that these are the qualifications needed to be a good shepherd. He says, the real qualification 
foundation here that we need to home in in on is you need to be a person who's willing to be in relationship with the very thing that everyone finds stinking, no good, without value, and we have to sit way out in the wilderness. The, the shepherd is willing to be one with the sheep. When no one else wants to be close to the sheep, when they're not good enough to be in the city, but they got to be outside in the wilderness. The shepherd says, I'll go out in the wilderness so I can have a relationship with my sheep. This is what it means to be a good shepherd. And once you understand that the good shepherd is willing to travel from the comfort of the city to the uncomfortability of the wilderness to make sure that you're fed, protected, and that he has a relationship with you, then you understand who he is. And when you understand who he is, you get to hear his voice. Now I want you to look at this for a second because my complexity is Jesus chose a, 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 a parable or he chose a, a condition where the, he chooses the shepherd and the sheep. And he said, the sheep hear my voice. But that's odd to me because last time I checked, sheep don't speak English. Sheep don't speak French. Sheep don't speak Mexican. They don't even speak Mandarin. Last time I checked. So how would the sheep hear the shepherd's voice? How would they know the voice? But Jesus didn't say they would know his language. Jesus said, after being around me for so long. Ooh, come on, man. Yeah. After understanding who I am, and how I move. When I finally do speak, you don't have to know language. You know what I want. Yep. You know what I want. You know I want you to turn left so when you want to turn right. You know I want you to move stronger when you want to pull back. You know I want you to keep out of danger when you head toward danger. I, you know I don't want you in that relationship when you want to be in that relationship. You know I don't want you in that business deal when you want that business deal. You know you don't, I don't want you to put a ring on it when you're ready to put a ring on it. You know I don't want you to fall in that trap when you're ready to go to that bar. You know I'm not ready for you to die in that situation when you know you want to go to that club. You know the Savior's voice. You may not know his language, but you know his voice. You know his voice. And you understand it. You understand it because you're around him. I gotta go. I gotta go. Now, he says, he says that he hears the voice. And the thing about it is, is it's through that relationship that he's with the sheep that he hears the voice. That we hear the voice. Now the thing about it is, is that his voice, his voice 
dictates our purpose. And the thing about it is, is that we have thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And we display them through our voice. Now, our voice is heard by the Father. What does that mean to us? It, it means that no matter who you are, He hears your voice. Now, listen to me. Listen to me. This is important because God has put something on the inside of and even though your talents, your abilities, your voice screaming about what God has put on the inside of you, people who are more important don't even have a voice. Aren't you so glad that, the, that those people don't matter when the shepherds are Because the good shepherd hears your voice. Now here's the thing. I want you to catch this. Jesus used the analogy. I want to present it to you again. Last time I checked, shepherds don't speak sheep. Did you catch that? Shepherds don't speak sheep. But they hear the voice of the sheep. Listen to me. Catch this. When the sheep is crying out in trouble, the shepherd knows his sheep. When the sheep is crying out for attention, the shepherd knows his sheep. When the sheep is crying out for hunger, the shepherd knows his sheep. Why is that important? Because what God has put inside of you is crying out to him. And even though those around you can't understand what you're saying because, because you are you, you know why the others around you cannot understand what you're saying when you cry out with your purpose? Because you're not their sheep, you're his sheep. This is why they can't understand you. When you're crying out, when your purpose is crying out, when your desire is crying out, when what God has put on the inside of you is crying out, they don't understand you. They think you're beneath them. They think you're just wailing. They think you're just crying. They think you're just screaming. They think you're just another person who's lost their mind with this Christianity thing, but they don't understand because they're not the shepherd. Come on. They're not the shepherd. The shepherd knows your voice. He knows your voice. He knows it. Now, look, I gotta go. Y'all making me late. <laughs> now, here it is. Here it is. He understands your voice. He knows your voice. But here's the thing. He does not not respond to you. He responds. Because he says here in this verse, with 17 and 18, even all the way back up, 
a little bit of 16. He says, I know my voice. I know I know the, the sheep. The sheep know me. They know my voice. I hear their voice. And, 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 and here's the thing. I hear what they're saying. I hear what their heart's cry is. And the one thing that I am willing to do because I know their voice, I'm willing to be a good shepherd and do what all the other shepherds were not willing or able to do. I want to lay down my life. Now see, this is the part where he sees his sheep need something more than what man can offer. The good shepherd is able to deliver a little bit. The good shepherd. You see, here's the thing, and I want you to catch this. We all have good intentions, right? We all have expectations of ourselves, even the great leaders of our time. But the, the problem is, with the leaders of yesterday, today, and maybe even tomorrow, the problem is, what they don't have is a shepherd with the power to be able to not only lay down his life, what does that mean for you? Catch this. Catch this. What does that mean for you? The purpose God has in your life, the provisions He's made for your life that no other man could ever do, all the things that God has done for you in your life, all the ways He's provided for you in your life that no one could ever do. As a human being, and as a person, we have a tendency to fail. We have a tendency to mess up. No matter how much you know what the Father wants you to do, and sometimes no matter how much you know is good for you, we have a tendency to mess them up. Here's the thing. This is why he's the good shepherd. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to I'm to understand this. Catch this. Catch this. At the end, he says, I'm going to say, at the beginning, he says, I'm good. I hear. I'm with you. You're with me. I hear you. You hear me. But at the end, he totally flips it. Because he knows that you need more than just a relationship. You need more than him just putting a purpose in you. You need somebody who's able to resurrect what you may have killed. Get this. God's purpose in your life will not die just because you may have killed him. I want you to understand. God's purpose in your life will not die just because somebody else had an in for you. God's purpose in your life 
will not die because of circumstances, because of issues, because you lack. God says that whatever is able, whatever I'm able to put inside of you, even if you kill it, I can resurrect it. I can resurrect it. You don't have to resurrect. <laughs> I can bring it back. God is able to bring it back to life. He's able to resurrect. I believe God wants to resurrect some dreams today. I believe God wants to resurrect some purposes today. <laughs> I believe God wants to resurrect some visions today. I believe God wants to resurrect some dreams today. And I believe God wants to say, it's not over because I'm the good shepherd. I have the power to take up what may have been killed. I have the power to take up what may have been destroyed. You thought it was over. The devil thought it was over. People thought it was over. But with God, it ain't over, baby. It ain't over. God's got a new thing. He's doing a new thing. And even if he's got a resurrection, with a new way, with a new possibility, with a new avenue, with new friends, with new people, with new parents, with new enemies, with new new allies. God is able to resurrect it because he has the power to do it. Come on. 